I know. It's always got to get it. I know. In just the right spot. Just the right spot. <laughs> so I'm not like eating the microphone, but uh huh. But not. It's not a mile away yeah. either. So I'm not all echoey. Yeah. I've done that before. Anyhow. Um, Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's been so long. I know. (laughs) Just a week, but we've never taken a week off before. I know. I know. And you guys, honestly, it's probably mostly my fault because I, yeah, I've been busy with work. Work and and life are crazy. Yeah. And I mean, it's right by the holidays. This is the first holiday season we've been through while also having a podcast that's true yeah because thanksgiving for us in the states is next week that's right and then christmas stuff rolls in after that yep so i think we just weren't better prepared right <laughs> the, we could have been better prepared. yeah last week just went by really fast it like, really did and you and i were both busy on the weekend mm-hmm. so that made it crazy and, and then, then before all of I a sudden it, it was monday night and yeah. i'm texting ashley and i'm like shoot we have not recorded yet yeah. for Wednesday. And I was like, oh my gosh, because I hadn't even thought about right. it. And I hadn't either. And Tuesday was obviously the only day we could record if yeah. we were going to get it out by Wednesday. And that just, we just could not make it happen. Yeah. But you guys were so, so understanding. I like know. so many of you guys were just like super supportive and like, it's a, you know, hey, we all need our breaks. It just, it made it me feel so, so nice much better because we felt so bad Seriously. to have to postpone. Yeah. Thank but, you so much. Yeah. <laughs> so we really appreciate it. Honestly. And we're going to do our best. We were already talking about like, hmm, maybe we can just have, I don't know. We're thinking about maybe just having some shorter like bonus episodes mm-hmm. talking about random stuff pre-recorded that way if we ever come in a situation like this again like we can have we can just have something to share with you guys yeah so anyhow thank you again we really appreciate it really truly so now that we're back at it we're going to talk about volume 32 of ek Mm -hmm. and yeah it's funny on twitter there's been a lot of i don't know if if there's just more people discovering the show Mm -hmm. um or rewatching, but there's just been a lot of like commentary I've noticed lately just on some of the later episodes, and I'm kind of mm. like, oh, like there's just like a whole round of people who are like coming to find the show, okay, um, and stuff, and it's been kind of fun to like relive that, especially like in the later episodes. But anyhow, yeah, it made me realize like I do enjoy, I love watching it every week and getting to talk about it and mm-hmm. all that. So anyhow, that's that. But yes, thank you guys for understanding. We appreciate it. So we can dive right in. Um, the question of the week from 31 was basically what was your first impression of Yeet when he first came on the scene? Yeah. And yeah, I think I shared in that episode, like, I was unsure of him because I didn't know if he was just there for the purpose of running her over and just being, just kind of being a... um a roadblock for an episode or so or right what. but the second he opened that notebook i was done with him i was like mm-hmm. eh. nope i don't trust you i don't like you and it seems to be the gen most of the general consensus uh giselle told us on instagram that she i hated yogurt from the moment he opened that notebook yes totally agree angry face emoji uh violating sonam's privacy like this was a huge red flag absolutely yeah totally agree and then uh, Nayara, Nayara, I hope I'm saying that right. She said, my first impression of Yeet was nothing because I thought he was leaving soon. 
<laughs> but as soon as I understood he would be there for a while, I got upset because I knew he'd be a problem for mm, our couple. Yeah. And that's true. And I think we don't say her – I think she's responded to us before that we technically don't say it correctly. But I think <laughs> oh, no. it's because of our American An accent. accent. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more of a – Maybe a soft R, like Nayada. Oh, okay. Maybe. If that's right, you can tell us. Yes. Or you can say, yeah. no, you're just saying it wrong. Yeah, tweet at us again or comment on Instagram and be like, you guys are dumb. I've told yeah. you this a thousand times. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and then on Twitter, Moran said, oh, the moment he picked up her notebook from his backseat, I knew he was trouble. I just didn't know how full on psycho he would go. Mm. <laughs> and now actually, we'll get there. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I actually had written back and I was like, amen, sister. Yeah. And then Angel said, oh, and he first came on the scene. I liked him, even if I thought he came on really strong with his clear attraction to Sun M and her lack of noticing it. Knowing now how obsessed he became, you can definitely look back and see the red flags. Hmm. And I like that she's like, biggest red flag was him being Polen's brother. <laughs> I mean, if that wasn't a red flag enough, uh-huh. I, what were we all thinking? I know. And then she added... I think that Sanem didn't judge Yeet based on his family, which is fair. True. Yes, you know. that's true. I mean, right. right. Yeah. It's not really that's fair to not... judge someone just based it's on who really they're related not. to. She said, what was hilarious to me was that John had no idea what Polen's brother looked like or his name. So much for a meaningful relationship. Yes. Okay. Yes. You and I talked about that when these episodes first aired. Yes. I, yeah. And I even made a note of it while I was rewatching this episode uh-huh. before we recorded. Um. So, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get to it then because I have things to say about that. Okay. So. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so, yeah, that was it for our questions of the week. Nice. So, other than that, let's see. Uh, hashtag. Our hashtag for this episode is Yeni Beer uh, Gelejek, which is a near, a near, a new future. Hmm. And the summary for the episode, gosh, the Instagram translation was terrible, but... It kept translating Polen to police and Sanem to sand and Yeet to hero. What? I think maybe that's what Yeet means. Right. But anyhow, it it was like all jacked up. Wow. But basically I I derived what I could. So basically Police Sand and <laughs> Police Sand and the Hero and the Life because of John. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyway, so summary is where where will the jealousy end between John and Sanem? Uh, we've discovered that Yeet and Polen are siblings, which is a shock to both John and Sonem. Regardless of that revelation, though, they're each spending time with Yeet or Polen, respectively, and making one another jealous. Although Sonem just wants to try and move forward in her life and career now that John's made his decision, he can't seem to let go, even though he plans to leave in a few days. Will these two figure things out by the episode's end? So... Hmm. Uh, spoiler alert they they don't don't. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah our opening scene you want to pick up sure so we've got the big reveal Mm -hmm. that pollution and the yokel are related (laughs) the yokel um and i this is where i wrote okay i've got some issues right here with this reveal yeah i mean do they don't ever actually say the specific number of years that John and Pullen 
knew each other or dated do right they? i don't think so but i mean john but it's understood that it's been a long several time. years i think there yeah. is one point in the earlier episodes where someone has said either it's john himself or someone around who basically was like oh yeah john they've been together for three years and okay. they've known each other even longer because john's right. even told son and before like well, we've known each other forever and, like, we've right. just always been there whether we've been dating or not, like, right. kind of a thing. So they go they go back They go way ways. back. Yeah. yeah. So my thing is, like, okay, I could understand if he's never met Yeet before. Sure. Because he lives in Canada. Whatever. Right. And because that he and Poland only saw each other a few times a year as it was. Right. Because she lived in London. Right. So chances are. Right. Maybe he hasn't met a lot of her extended family. Which is fine. However. Perfectly reasonable. However, we've also made it clear it wasn't just a physical relationship mm-hmm. between them. Right. That, you know, she's been there for him through things. Like, these are things that came out of John's own mouth. Yes. In earlier episodes. So clearly they had some sort of meaningful friendship at the base of this at mm-hmm. the very least. So the fact that he's never seen photos of her family. Right. Like that kind of thing. Right. Just and, makes And Huma and Polen are, you know, all buddy-buddy yes. together. Uh-huh. Even though John wasn't speaking to her. Right. So if Polen can be all buddy-buddy with a mother that John hardly ever saw, so I don't mm-hmm. even see how Polen had a good relationship with her. I don't see how John would have not at least recognized him from family photos, social media, like, stuff. Yeah, they could have at least made it kind of a hint that maybe John says he looks familiar. Right, recognizes him in some way. there's, I feel like, I swear Mm -hmm. I've met you before. Right. Like, they... That's all you had to do. Yeah. Just there's add, a familiarity add a couple of about those lines. you. There's yeah. Yep. Just you add remind those in. me of someone. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then it's not like this seemingly irrational situation, right? Because think about it. Same thing it, with Yeet though. When he's like, "Oh, you're that John." So you're telling me your sister never ever showed you photos, and you never saw any photos of her and John she together. Never said anything about Fikri Harika because it's right. the family business. Yeah. And obviously, John is going to be connected to that. Right. I understand that during the time, especially during the time they right. were dating. Right, he was a photographer. And yep, he mm-hmm. was, was kind of traveling the world and everything. But when you're dating somebody, you talk about your family. Right. You talk about that kind of stuff. Right. I, I mean, I've never dated a guy that I was like, oh, I don't know anything about his family. Like, for, I don't know what his parents do. For a good several years. And I've never mm-hmm. met this particular sibling. Right. Like, that's just, if it's a serious relationship. Right. Or even... I, you know, if sure, you, maybe you could say that John and Polen weren't quote unquote serious, right? But they dated for years, yeah. So those I, things I just are just bound wonder, to come up, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's it's a relationship. You talk, you talk about everything. Yep. So, so yeah, it's just a little illogical. I to agree. Me. This just felt like, hmm, what can we do to shock everyone? Yes, but not again. I know. It's the writing. Yeah. It's the writing. Sorry, Osley lovers. Like, we really – I don't enjoy talking badly about her writing. I know. It just seems to be the common denominator yeah. with the episodes that we aren't the fondest of. Yeah. And the episodes that seem to have the most inconsistencies yes. as far as the storyline goes. Agree. So that's – it's it's hard not – to point it yeah it's out. just yeah it's hard not to nitpick at this stuff yeah especially when it's like as it is already these 
these episodes, it's just like they're two and a half hours, but nothing's happening. Right. Like nothing moves forward. This episode's two hours and 15 minutes. And by the end of it, we're not any more progressed in anything than we were when we started. Nope. Even if it was for the worse. Like nothing's better or worse off than it was when we started. It's true. And I mean, this, I I don't know that I would say this was a quote bad episode either because there was some really funny stuff Mm -hmm. and i actually enjoyed a lot of it yes especially just because john was being hilarious i love petty betty john it's so good i wrote petty i wrote petty betty so many Mm -hmm. times but again Mm -hmm. as far as plot and storyline nothing yeah nothing really happens right so just interesting Mm -hmm. anyway we barely started (laughs) Anyways, now that we've nitpicked the entire episode after barely talking about the opening scene. Sorry, guys. Um, Okay, so we get to see Yeet's new office. Yes. Because Sun M and he head down and have a little chat. Which some of you might recognize that office as one of the sets for another rom-com a lot of you love, Harrier de Sen. Oh, Uh, I didn't know that. I think the main place of like employment for one of the characters i think it actually might even be ali's character i could be wrong i haven't watched the show yet okay although a bunch of you guys on twitter keep telling me i have to yeah so i don't know maybe i'll (sighs) it's one of those that i'm that i'm am that i keep meaning to start right well and it's ending so it's only gonna have 23 episodes it's totally bingeable yeah um i know i need to just do it especially because my sweet baby angel is yes he is and so many people have said that um, the writing's just so good that it's mm. like and consistently and good, consistently right? good yeah. that it's like man we kind of got a, a little taste of what ek could have been in the mm-hmm. long run had the writing been this tight so it makes me very curious yeah um so yeah and now that i know that it's ending and i'm not gonna be like sucked in for for another 80 20 episodes, episodes yeah. yeah like it seems doable like okay mm-hmm. I, can, I can watch 23 episodes of this yeah so i think we will watch it at some point soon you guys who knows maybe we'll have an episode about the show yeah um yeah but yeah, we Maybe do plan we'll to watch it. Maybe we'll start a Patreon and yeah. extra, episodes and extra episodes featuring her Yarde Sen will be yeah. featured. So anyhow, uh, yeah, that office is the set, the same set. Okay. So anyhow. Good to know. Yeah. Just a fun little fact there. Yeah. So they just kind of talk, basically. Um, and he reveals that him and Polen rarely chat. Um, and Polen even kind of mentions that in that opening scene. Right. That she's like, this is the kind of family we have that right. I don't even know where he is None of us know what's the going world. on. Yeah. Which I just felt like that was like a lame attempt to, again, explain like why nobody knew who the other was. But mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else? Yeet's convinced that Sun M will do great working and writing there. Like he's, I think he's just trying to get her really excited to like, uh-huh. you know, start working. Yeah. Um, He's doing what he can, I think, just to make sure she actually leaves Fiji yeah. Harika. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of have a parallel discussion of Sunem and John trying to get information from each sibling on About the other the one. Other one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, because they jealous. Yes. <laughs> um, and John's face when talking about Yeet is priceless. I know. It's just hilarious. It's so expressive. It and is. you can tell exactly. He doesn't even have to speak. No, he you doesn't. You can just tell what he's thinking. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he doesn't strike me as a serious type. How is he going to open a publishing house? Yeah. <laughs> he's just 
so well, and he's mad so, and about he's so everything. And he he loves to always be like, yeah, he's just the kind of person that runs creatures over. <laughs> he and he he's bringing like that up, being the whole a dead horse. It's like, well, he's, he's like, like, well, you, <laughs> the way you meet people is you run them over <laughs> your car. <laughs> And he's like, he's a monster. He's a demon. Like, <laughs> it's so absurd, but it's hilarious. Oh my god, John! He didn't even. He isn't even the one who got run over, and he's so mad about it. Still, he's never gonna let it go. Oh man, it's true. He would. Oh. He would probably die talking about eat running uh-huh. people over with his car. It's true. Oh, so well, and then Polen's like, "Oh, let it go." They found each other, and yeah. But but I was kind of sniggering at that, honestly, because like she's she's goading him, right? And she's obviously doing it. So, and he his the face that he makes after I know because she kind of backtracks and she's like, "Well, I just mean you know they have such similar spirits or something like that, right?" And they both yeah are interested in writing yada yada. yada. Uh huh. So anyway, oh yeah. (sighs) Oh, what else? Oh, Yeet, of course, is nosy. So he asks her like he asks Sun M. I have to ask, which, uh, guess what? No, you no, don't. No, you don't. But, Future employer? Uh-huh. What is with uh-huh. her, her employers yeah, where's your wanting professionalism? to get in her pants? <laughs> you know, even though we're totally okay with one of them. <laughs> We've had a whole discussion about- He doesn't about- just want to get in her pants. That, he wants right. to marry her. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he wants that's, to love her forever. That's true. <laughs> so true. It's funny, though, because I think we've had this discussion when we've- talked about like in one of our live episodes like where we recorded an episode right after watching an episode live oh um i think we've talked about like how there's so many things that we are like it's a total creep like but, but then like john did it john's like, done ah! the same things <laughs> and we're it's the best like yeah. yeah yep because we know his motives that's true it's that's completely true. different i agree yeah and i think we also said that <laughs> Anyhow, so I'm gonna justify this. I know until yep. the day I die. That's right. <laughs> John can do whatever he well, not necessarily, but anyway. Yeah. Oh, then we have that funny little moment. Yeah, they both get their babe walks, right? Sonem and Polen. Yes, but um, they like walk by each other and kind of give each other smug looks, right? And then Sonem turns around and, fake and does her finger, her. <laughs> which funny enough, and I had never noticed it. John does the same thing to Yeet later on in the episode with his camera. He does? Yes, when Polen makes all the food yeah, yeah, for yeah. Fikri Harika. And, of course, Yeet shows up. Right, because why not? Mm-hmm. And John is taking the pictures of the food after right? they convince him. And he he kind of points it in his face and is like, click, 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 click. And then he, he points the camera up and, and blows on it like he's blowing off the end of a gun. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. I totally missed that. Yeah. It was the tiniest. It was it was hardly noticeable. Right. Which I think is why I hadn't noticed it before. Right. But yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, they both did the same thing. They both fake shot um, Poland and Yee. Yeah. That's too much. So yeah, they get the little bay walks. Sunham does her thing with her finger guns. Mm-hmm. John's kind of a snot. Because doesn't he, like, say, like, something like... He's a snot to her the whole time. He is just a snot to her the he's, whole time. Because he, he's continuing to double-check her work. Yep. 
and yeah and at one point doesn't she say i think you need to change the company's name to double check <laughs> yes oh oh i i feel like i keep talking That's i'm okay. sorry but i loved this first scene between mm-hmm. the two of them when they're in his office yes there's a lot of off there most of the scenes that happen between the two of them yes are in the office, are in the office. this episode mm-hmm. anyways keep going but because he's saying he wants to talk, mm-hmm. but he's doing that thing where he talks really fast uh-huh. when he's trying to be calm and reasonable and his shoulders get up, uh-huh. his shoulders go up and his voice gets his, higher. Yes, I wrote, I wrote <laughs> all of this is said in a high pitched voice. It's so funny. I think I took screenshots because I was like, John, you got to calm down, he bro. He, yeah, he's. He's all frantic. He's his voice. Yeah, the whole demeanor of his voice changes, and, and yeah, he's, he's just it's, it's like doing, he's trying to play it cool, but but it's his the exact his voice and his posture completely belie his oh, yeah. attitude about the situation, as well as all the things spewing out of his mouth. Yeah, he's like, but you're leaving your job that you just got used to and jumping into a different sector that has no connection. This is wrong, Sun M. I mean, what a shame for all the efforts you gave here. Really, it's a shame. <laughs> And then she's like, yeah, it is a shame because I gave so much effort into this relationship. Mm-hmm. And then she realizes what she said. Right. And tries to backpedal it. She's all, it. work, work relationship. relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so they're both just kind of – we have a lot of double talk this episode as yes. well. Because they're talking about how they both gave a lot of effort mm-hmm. and they're both disappointed. Um. And he's like, I mean, you're doing this with a strange man that you just met two days ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, is that even normal? He's running people over. Yeah, here it is. Yep. <laughs> this is where he calls he runs a demon. over living creatures. Cats, dogs. <laughs> he just doesn't care. He runs them all over. <laughs> Anything he sees. He's a merciless, ruthless man. Don't you see? <laughs> you know those ones on the movies? They look cute, nice. They talk to you nicely. They convince you, manipulate you, <laughs> trick you, you know. <laughs> when you finally turn your back, <laughs> you just look and see. He does this. He does this. And what happens? He turns out to be the demon. <laughs> Which, here's the thing. Everything we know of Yeet right now, like. He's not wrong. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. It's just. <laughs> Well, and he – it's it's funny because to me what he describes right there is what you – what I would call the, quote, nice guy. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yep. Nice guy trademark. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And because that is totally the typical nice guy mm-hmm. where he looks nice, he's cute, he says all these right things, but then when it comes down to it, he's the one who is the jerk and he's really right. just trying to manipulate people to do right. whatever he wants. Because the second that you're not interested uh-huh. or you say no to him, yep. then yeah, then, the demon comes out. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. And then you have to literally worry if he's going to like murder you. Uh-huh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I I loved that scene. Well, and now I always think to myself, like, I wonder how much of this stuff was improvised since they talk about how much John and Son and or John and Demet would improvise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, part of me wants to be like, too, because, of course, I'm like, I don't love this writing. So I feel like anytime there's something especially great, I'm like, oh, they must have improvised that, which is probably not fair. Right. Right. But it's just so – it's so believable and just so – 
absurd he's at the same clearly time. getting all worked up. Right. But he's trying to sound not worked up. Yes. I wonder if Stephanie has used that scene yet. Stephanie on Twitter, the girl that does... <laughs> The girl that, quote, translates scenes. Oh, my god! But she uses them as John and Demet conversations. Right. Because I felt like if she hasn't done this one, this would be a good one it for some type one. of argument between them because he's so expressive <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. So anyhow, oh, then we've got so – And then we switch to brother and sister time. Yes. And he shows – he's showing Polen the uh, – whatchamacallit, publishing house. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're talking about – Again, you can just, to me, I'm like, okay, this is clearly an obvious ploy to get her to stay on the show longer. Because he's like, oh, remember um, when we were younger and how you've always dreamed of making a book about Turkish cuisine and this and that? And it's like, oh, really? Scientist, doctor, whatever you are? Like, yeah. You have all this time to just be away from your work in your laboratory and mm-hmm. whatever else it is that you do. From your physics work where you apparently can wear hot pants and yeah. high heels. Yes. And yeah. And, and she's like, oh, you you remembered that I've wanted to do that and that's been a lifelong dream of mine. And he's like, yeah, of course. You know, you're my sister. So it's supposed to be like a sweet brother and sister moment. But really, I'm like, oh, brother, I can't. Okay. This was just your way of telling us she's not going anywhere. Exactly. So now Polen's gonna make a cookbook. Now I will I will give her this. She's always been a good cook from yes, the first so time at least she really that shows wasn't up. Pulled out of someone's butt. Right. Because even in the early episodes when she first shows back up, she's making all these fancy dishes and cuisine for yeah, John and the stuff. pate or, right. or the um not pate. What am I thinking? That raw steak. Tartare. Right? Yeah. Yes. And yeah, so okay. Fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just like, again, okay, but this just came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. but all right. So it's decided that Polen's going to do this book about Turkish cuisine to share, you know, with other parts of the world, and Yeet's going to publish it. Yeah. And make it something exclusive just to his publishing house. Yeah. Which is funny, because I'm like, well, isn't anything that a publisher publishes exclusive to their publishing house? Like, mm-hmm. Uh, I know. No other publishing house can publish what you've published. No, because you published it. Because <laughs> you published it. Yeah. So anyhow. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. So then I wrote Sanem. Oh, this is when she makes her little countdown paper. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's super dramatic about it. And John looks like a little petulant child. Yeah, That is the perfect description. He's <laughs> like face. stalked off in the corner and he's just got this really mad look on his face like so mad about it so mad about it (laughs) and then i loved how at the end sanem's like bravo me (laughs) i'm sitting here like what employee i like makes a countdown in the middle of the work space Uh uh-huh and announces it to everybody like you better think about what jobs you're gonna give me because they need to be done in 13 days I know. I need to be able to finish them in 13 days. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. It's so, so ridiculous. And funny. the way John rolls his eyes and yeah. everything. He just had the look on his – I'm like, how old are you, John Bay? Uh-huh. Are, you, are you 12 and your mom just told you to put away your video game? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So then we switch over to the Mahale and I wrote, oh, look, drama between the items. What else is new? So this was interesting, and we can kind of go over 
the Mahale stuff right now. Um, but it was interesting because, yes, there's continued drama. Mm-hmm. But we have kind of this temporary truce between – Aisun and Mefkabe? No, between Miha and Mefkabe. Oh, because right. Because they invite Osman over for right. dinner. Right, because they're, they're not seeing wedding plans happening as quickly as they'd like. Yes. And they're attributing it to like, well, Osman wasn't, you know, his parents died and like he wasn't really raised in these traditions. Right. So maybe we need to kind of help nudge them along. Yes. And get things moving. So let's invite him over for dinner. Yeah. And we'll talk wedding plans. Yes. And they have, Nihat and Mekabe have a nice little moment together. Yes. And Nihat's like, oh, you thought of everything. And they're all sweet. But then the second the dinner is over, they're back to, I know. to their feuding. Um, but that's basically it. Yeah. Then we have a weird temporary truce between Mevkabe and Aisun. Yeah. Cause and Muzo gets kicked out of the store. Yeah. Niha ends up buying organic stuff and selling and it. And selling it for a little bit cheaper. Under the table. Yeah. But then he gets caught. But then it's like, okay, if you were all of a sudden willing to start doing it, then why are you and your wife even still arguing? I know. It's weird. Why didn't you just go to her and say, hey, I can see the benefit. Let's come together on this. Yes. Yeah. But no. No. Yeah. I guess they didn't think that would be interesting enough. I guess. Because we need conflict yeah. instead of, I don't know. At one point, Nihat does call him and, uh, him, does call Mevkabe and Muzo organic maniacs. And the way he says it, I don't know why it made me laugh. But <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of the whole Mahale stuff. Yeah. Um, for the most part. So then we're back and uh, John and Sanem are back in the office and I just wrote more office snarking. Yeah. Because he's just all about keeping her busy with work. Yeah. He's working her so stinking hard. While the whole agency just watches because yeah. they're trying to figure out what they're talking about. Yes. And everyone's, you know, kind of making bets. like Yeah. They start taking bets on whether she's going to quit early. Right. Because he's coming down so hard on her. Or if he's going to tell her, don't even finish your days. Yep. Or if they're going to get back together and break up. And I like one of the girls said, because one of the guys is like, oh, no, like they're not going to be together or, you know, they're not getting back together. Yeah. But one girl said, such a passionate fight will end in marriage. Uh-huh. And then that's when like, want to bet? And then Guli starts like becoming the bookkeeper for all the bets <laughs> yes. and stuff. And I love that Duren and JJ are like outraged by yes. this. Yep. And Duren's like, the bets, that's in bad taste, Guli's. Yep. And not then she cares. Right. Yeah, clearly. And then Duran walks away because she's just tired of it. Yeah. So I appreciated that. I agree. Then we have two hags having coffee. I, I wrote human and Poland are having a coven meeting. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Ooh>. so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Two <laughs> witches. <laughs> And then Humus, yeah, they're basically talking about John and Sana. Right, and more negativity that they can bring between the two of them. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Huma tells Polen about mm-hmm. her new biggest plan that she is going to get close to Mevkabe so that she can manipulate her and find out bad things or more stuff about Sanem. Right. Right. Okay. Here is my question. Why? Yeah. They already broke up. Yeah. Isn't your work done? Right. Polen is seemingly in. Winning. Uh-huh. Yeah, winning because John is going to take the photos for her cookbook. Right. And you don't even have to deal with Sanem once he's gone because she's going to be working somewhere else. Yeah. He's leaving. Sanem is leaving the agency. 
mm-hmm. and is going to be working with Yeet. So right to why? what end? To what end? Mm-hmm. It's just because she's evil. Yeah, she's just horrible, yep. and it's not enough. I right, guess because there's no to break them up. There's not even any benefit for her no. at this point. John is going to be gone anyway. Yep. So she's just digging her claws in further mm-hmm. to be destructive. Agreed. So it, I was like. Wow. Okay. So there isn't even a point to you continuing this whole no. situation. You're just doing it because you're evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Super. That or the writers just don't know what to do with her well, character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, gosh, I know I'm such a brat, but well, it's I don't hard. Think you're I, like wrong, you said, though. though, it's hard not to point that out. Like, okay, can we not do something else with her now? Like, yeah. mission accomplished. Let her have something else to do. Yeah. Have her write her own storyline. Like, mm-hmm. like do, yeah, do something else. Yeah. Or yeah. get rid of her. Or, yeah, just write her out of the show. <laughs> uh-huh. She did her, yeah, she did her destruction. Yep. So now. Send her away. Send her away. And then I guess Polen will be around for a while. Yeah. So she can be the the evil one. Right. Yeah. Whatever. So Hi. after the coven meeting, um, we have. <laughs> Lame. More double talk chit chat but this time with yes Layla and, and Emre because she's in his office right I don't remember what are they talking about even I don't know they're both being passive aggressive right um, oh I think she come no this is later because of what's happening right here because they're they're talking about Sunday making her countdown and mm. then she Layla makes a comment about like she did better than me because she's getting out of that's here. right because she actually is because Layla technically quit before she did mm-hmm. but then you know John was like well can you stay we've got this big campaign I'll let yes. you go and then that just sort of fizzled out and she didn't she really just stayed go back on her yeah she didn't really get back to her whole okay I'm leaving right so you're right because she's like well at least she did better than me because she actually is leaving unlike me yeah and then Emory's like well yeah so why are you here Layla mm-hmm and they don't really get a chance to continue because pathetic because... shell of Osman shows yeah. up. I don't know who this man is, but he's not my Osman. Yeah. Hashtag not my Osman. That's right. Because it's just so pathetic. I know. And because this is now what, like the third or fourth time he's just showing oh, yeah. up unannounced at her work. Yep. And and then stupid Layla is just playing games. Well, right, because then he's I mean, at least he somewhat has a reason. He's like, well, you're on a lunch break, right? I thought I'd take you to lunch. Like, but then she's like, she's like, well, I have so much work. I was going to eat my lunch at my desk. That way I could spend my lunch hour catching up and this and that. Like, right. When that's not even true. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Yep. And then she hugs him. Right. To kind of make him feel better. She's like, I'll make it up to you. Uh Uh-huh. And as she's hugging him, she looks at Emre. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you have issues, woman. Yep. I I was so mad at her I this know. whole episode. Yep. I agree. She is so stupid. Because, yeah, and we'll get into this later too, but she's given an out and she doesn't take it. She's given it, multiple it outs. pisses me off so badly. She is given multiple outs. She deserves nothing. I know. <laughs> She doesn't even deserve idiot Emre. I know. I know. She deserves to be sad and alone. Uh-huh. To go live in a little hovel. That's right. <laughs> like, I, I'm i like, you are the worst. Mm-hmm. You're the worst. You're the actual worst. Ugh. I mean, not the actual. Huma's the actual worst. But you but, are just. You know, 
I she but but at least Huma. I mean, Huma owns that she's just you know, yeah, evil and manipulative. Yeah, Layla is supposed to be a quote good person. Uh huh. And she's not. No, she's not. She's using, and it's awful. And she knows that she is. She knows that she is. Yep. And, and if that you makes were questioning, yep. And if you were questioning it, the second, like you said, she makes that eye contact with Emre while she's hugging Osman, it's like, no, you did this for show. Yeah, it's so jacked up. Oh, anyhow, so then Huma visits the Mahale to uh, execute her plan. Yeah. And well, and Mev Kabe pretty yes. immediately starts talking crap about her own yeah. daughter. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you know who this woman is, and you're just volunteering up information yeah. in the neg that puts your daughter in a negative light, even yeah. though you think it's more humorous. So it's like, oh, Sanam can't scramble eggs, but you're still talking badly about your own daughter to this woman who has treated her horribly. Yeah, where's your loyalty, uh-huh. Mev Kabe? Don't be to a the, jerk to organic products. Apparently, I guess. Jeez. Yep. So then um, Yeet and Sanem are – oh, because he invites her to lunch because he's like, oh, then we can talk about publishing if you want to take your lunch break with me. And it's like, okay, dude, yeah, I see you. You just want to spend time with her. Like, listen, she's already going to come work for you in two weeks. So how about just let her do her job? Because when she's working for you, do you want people from the agency coming down and grabbing her every possible second? Yeah. I bet you don't. So Nancy's like, come hack of your lunch break with me. And she's like, okay, yeah, I get a lunch break. I'll come have lunch with you. So they're eating and discussing writing and um, plans for the publishing house and stuff. So, okay, fine. And then he makes this weird comment about how she loves tea more than coffee, mm-hmm. which clearly to me held double meaning. Yes. And even to Sanem it did because she yes. sits there and thinks about it. Yep. And she does say that, yes, she does prefer tea over coffee and it's funny because he offers to make it for her yeah and she's like no yeah yeah she's like i have to go Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um yeah and then after the lunch break uh we get more john m office time Mm -hmm. i said a lot of their time spent together is in john's office this episode and they're talking about lunch breaks, campaign drafts. Yes. John's literally just grasping at anything to keep her close by. Yeah. He's asking about color codes, some chocolate campaign. Did you eat the chocolates? Come uh-huh. back here and test them. How uh-huh. can you write a campaign about them without eating them? Yeah. He's talking about jingles, all these things that she's like done two and three times yeah. over. And then he's asking, oh, she's like, yeah, I got you all the history of that the last five years. And he's like, well, I need even further back than that. And all, which it's like, this takes so much more effort than just a conversation that says, hey, I overreacted and I'm regretting that I pushed you to this point. Yep. So. But he's still planning to go to the Balkans. Yeah, but he's also still planning to leave. what else is he supposed to say? Yeah. And he's still trying to keep her from leaving. Right. But she's like, I am... Because he says something later on about he's going to the Balkans to clear his mind. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm leaving to clear my mind. Like, right. I'm quitting my job to clear my mind. Right. Why are you allowed to do that and I'm not allowed to do this? Right. Which is a good question. It is. And as the rest of the office are spying on them, mm-hmm. I think JJ 
says something like he's playing with Sanem's mind and I'm kind of like yeah, yeah he, is. he is because even yeah like you're trying to keep her near to you you're trying to convince her to stay but you know again to what end because right. you're leaving mm-hmm. so what are you actually and you uh, apparently don't want to be with her right so why does she need to stay right Yep. Don't get me wrong. It provides a lot of comedic oh, yeah. relief in this episode, all his Absolutely. efforts. But yeah, it's kind of like when you sit down and like think about it, it's like this doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. <clears throat> um, And oh, look, Yeet can't stay away. They just had a lunch break. But yeah. yet somehow he walks up and into the office. Yeah. And <laughs> this one, it was pretty funny, though. When he first gets there. Yeah. Because then I'm like, oh, where did you come from? He's all downstairs, and John's like, huh, everyone's so damn funny today. <laughs> He's like, so sick of seeing uh-huh. heat everywhere. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh. And then, <laughs> then he and Son and I are talking, and John's like, I need a meeting with the creative team right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just Anything to get them away from each other. Yep. Because, yeah, I wrote, you know, Yeet's asking for her help because clearly he just can't stop staring at her and being near her. And John can see that. And he's like, all right, meeting time now. And that's when I wrote, LOL, Petty Betty strikes again. (laughs) And then there's, oh, yeah. Then we had our temporary ceasefire that we already talked about between Mekabe and Nihon. And they plan the dinner. Yeah. And then, oh, and this is when they have the creative meeting and – Everyone else has kind of been excused. It's just Duran and Sanem and John. Yeah. And John's again pulling his whole, well, Duran, did we this? Did we that? Did we this? And she's like, yes, John. Like, I did it and so did Sanem. Like, they're both kind of like, yeah, we've been over this. Yep, we did that. And then he talks – I think he even mentions, like, the need for overtime or something. And Sanem's like, no, this stuff's all done. I have other things to do. He mm-hmm. wants her to work overtime because she doesn't. he doesn't want her spending her free time with Yeet. Right. And when John finally relents, because even Duren's like, John, there's nothing left for us to do. Um, Like, it's all done. He's kind of like, okay. And that's when, as they're walking out, Sanem's like, I think you should change the company name to Double Check. Seriously. <laughs> that and, was funny. And then uh, we swap over to, it's dinner night because we have the Aiden's dinner happening. And the DB And dinner. the DB dinner. And With- who shows up? with the, yeet because the who invites him siblings. huma yeah i mean it's just a given that polen's gonna be there now because yeah. she's you know huma's third arm but <clears throat> the fact that yeet was invited and it's like what in the world is wrong with you huma like ugh, she just bugs me so much because it's like listen you want to be in your son's good graces you can see how he feels about this guy but sure, invite him into your son's house. Exactly. Like, give me a break. Anyhow, so and he's And she's there. being all schmoozy with him. Yeah. Oh, you're so kind. And he's being all schmoozy with her, telling Ugh. her how beautiful I know. she is. And Gross. Yeah. It's just a, a huge barf fest. Also foreshadowing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. As When they were interacting, I was like, oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow, so then we're at the Aiden dinner. It's kind of awkward. Um, so because, you know, Mefkabe and Nihat start to bring up wedding plans and mm-hmm. stuff. And Layla 
flat out's like, Mom, what wedding? Uh-huh. Because er- guess who doesn't want to set a date, you right. guys? And everyone, even Sanem is like, they all look and they're like, Ugh. And poor Os, like, you know, Osman's become this path- pathetic thing and I hate it. But the hurt in his eyes, it's like, golly. But I mean, can you imagine if during your engagement mm-hmm. you were yeah, your trying to talk about uh-huh. p- setting a date and planning a wedding? And he's like, what do you talk? What wedding? Yeah. Uh, your wedding? I would since be you're like, engaged? all right, bro. See ya. Nope. Never nope. mind. I'm not talking about any wedding. Yeah. We're not getting married. <laughs> yeah. If this is an issue for you, which it clearly is, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to – you don't have to marry me. Right. You can go find someone else. Right. So, you know, and Osman's trying to save face, so he's kind of backing Layla up with her parents. Yes. Like, well, you know, like we've got time and when it comes to it, we'll reach out to you guys to help and blah, blah, blah. Because they're basically like, we want to do our part to help make it easy in the they're planning. They're being very sweet. They're doing what – a nice supportive parent unit would do so yeah but you can like i said you can tell he's completely hurt and that it's really uncomfortable yeah um and then (laughs) meanwhile john is slowly dying john is slowly dying (laughs) yep and i wrote all the fake sweetness being exchanged at that table is giving me a stomach ache at their house because the way they're talk not john obviously but like just the way huma and yeet and polen are all talking with one another it's like i hate it oh my gosh I said, I just love to well try to post. Make sure this is one of the screenshots that you post when John's like rubbing his like face. rubbing his face, but it's like his fingers are like dug into his forehead and like I love it so much. It I don't even know how to describe it, but I it's know. like an octopus is just like on his face and he's like teleport me out of here. Like it's so ridiculous, and he looks so funny and so miserable, and he keeps talking. To eat about hitting people yeah. with his car <laughs> all the while, yes, yeah, still bringing up running people over. Let me, let me find it. He's so he's so irritated. Oh my god! He's like, oh, because he says something about it being a coincidence that he met Sanem. Oh right, like, yeah, such a good all... coincidence because I'm gonna publish her book and she's perfect for this job. And John's like, coincidence, right? You drive, drive, drive on people. You drive on them ruthlessly. <laughs> then you name it a coincidence. <laughs> And then he was like, John, calm down. You're obsessing. <laughs> and, and ye, stupid idiot, he's like, John, let me tell you something. All right. You know, I won't. I mean, it was an unfortunate accident, but everything else was in was a good coincidence, in my opinion. Sanem, meeting her somehow, was a fortunate thing for me. I mean, I found both my new office and I also found my newest co-editor. And all I was thinking was, dude. Shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Learn your lesson. Yeah. You're you see this man across from uh-huh. you. You see this bear yep. who's ready to attack. Uh-huh. Who is not gonna hesitate to attack you. And you're in his house, uh-huh. bro. And you're just provoking him uh-huh. and goading him and you keep talking. Yep. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then Huma's like, Yeah, Zanem is such a cute girl <laughs> and really hard working too. <laughs> She says it like she's constipated. (laughs) And she's like, I hope you two get along. And he's like, oh, we definitely will. I'm sure of it. And John's face. (laughs) Look at this. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He looks like, like he's going, heaven help me. I'm about to murder some people. And what's funny is I wrote. 
I wrote in my notes, he's a volcano about to erupt. And then like he says something about like his brain's going to explode or something right after that. And I was like, oh, at least he owns it. (laughs) Well, and it's kind of funny because Emre says something like, yeah, we have to see what's in front of us sometimes. And he's all, here, John, and he hands him a drink. And John's like, I can't see what's in front of me right now. I can't see anything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I, I love it. I love how, how irritated he is. I love that he's suffering so much. I know. I do, too. Oh, oh. this the all this stuff made this whole episode worth it. It's it was true. like. It made yep. the entire episode. Because not not much happens to move the plot forward, no. but we do, yeah. But these are there beautiful, are some very wonderful moments. Good comedic <laughs> moments. And then somehow in all of that, he's roped Ooh. into photographing Poland's book. Yes. And what I don't know why it bugs me so much, but when he's kind of like, well, those aren't really the kind of pictures I do, you know. And but Huma's like Huma pushes it. Yeah, and she's like, "What's the difference? What's the difference? Food, nature, this and that." And it's like, well, clearly you don't understand art mm-hmm. <laughs> and what speaks to people. Yeah. And hey, if you're a food photographer, because that's what speaks to you, great, amazing, awesome. I love me a good food picture, especially yeah. in my cookbooks. I want to see what I'm aspiring to make. But if that's not your passion. Yep. Which he's basically kind of saying. Well, even the technicality is going to be different right. between taking close-up pictures of food right. and something like, oh, let me take a picture of this landscape. Right. In it's natural lighting and not yeah. – yeah. So anyhow, it just bugged me because she's like, what's the difference? Anyways, he basically agrees to it because Poland's like, please, John, I would love that. Like, it would mean so much to me and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So he reluctantly agrees. And then we're back at Muzo's and JJ's. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Musos and JJ's. Yep. Because they're watching they're, Osman's new yes, commercial. Yes, because we found out Osman's commercial's coming mm-hmm. out, and so they decide to watch it at the apartment. And, um, but poor Osman can't even enjoy it because he's just sitting there all wounded over Layla's I awfulness. I know. And also the commercial is weird. It is weird. <laughs> it's it's funny. very weird. It's funny because it's weird. Yeah. But it's a weird commercial. Yeah. Um. And then they all start talking about marriage. Uh-huh. And JJ starts to have a little mini panic attack well, again. And Layla doesn't want to talk about marriage, uh-huh. very obviously. Right. And you can see that same hurt in mm-hmm. Osman's eyes. And I wrote, break up with her. I know. that. Yeah. At that point, he should have just said, okay, I know you told me you wanted this, but I don't believe you. And I don't yeah. want someone who doesn't want me. So goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yep. And but, then, yeah. yeah so- Ihan wants to talk to JJ about marriage, mm-hmm. but he won't. Right. Still. Still. Because she's trying to – she's like, okay, last time you freaked out. I'm trying to give you a chance not to. Let's talk about it. And he's a little better about it, but he still he's won't still, talk about it. Yeah. So she's mad again. Yes. And then Layla and Osman are walking – I think he's walking her back home, I mm-hmm. assume. So they're just walking down the street and she's like, oh – and she's gushing over his commercial like, oh, how cool this is. Like, that I'll be able to say someone I know was in a commercial. Uh-huh. And he – more power to him. He – stops and he's yep. like someone you know and then she backpedals and only corrects it to boyfriend mm-hmm. and he's like what okay glad that's what i am to you isn't that and she's like no that's not what i meant oh smart like she tries to kind of explain it yeah and he basically tells her listen there you could have said my love 
my fiance, mm-hmm. the man I'm going to marry. Mm-hmm. There are all sorts of things you could have used right now to describe me. But and that, you that's chose. That's what came out of your uh-huh. mouth. Yeah. And this is when he says, listen, I know this is what you've said. I this, but if you're having doubts, I don't want to force you into anything. That would upset me more than anything else. Yep. If you don't want this, please let me go. Yeah. He gives her a very clear, very, very clear open out. Yep. And she, like the idiot she is, uh-huh. does not take it. No. And what kills me is that I'm like, he doesn't even say it will hurt me if you break up with me. What he says is it will hurt me more if you stay with me out of obligation. Yep. And yet she's like, well, guess I'm just going to hurt you more because I'm yeah. going to stay with you out of obligation. She's like, I, I don't want to hurt you. I'm already happy. Everyone lies. was just coming at us and it was stressful to think about the wedding. Lies, and then she's like, lies, lies. okay, let's get married this summer. Let's set a date. All this stuff. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. If yep. I was that unsure, and I mean unsure is being very generous because she's not just unsure. She doesn't want this. Yeah. But let's go with just unsure. Yeah. And someone offered me that kind of out where he's basically like, I'm not going to be mad at you. Mm-hmm. Because I would just be more hurt if you stayed with me out of obligation. Yep. I want you to be happy. And if this isn't what you want, then I want you to go get what you want. Yep. There's not, like you – but you paved the path with like gold for me to walk yep. on. Look, <laughs> as somebody who was once in a relationship where it was supposed to be heading for marriage mm-hmm. and – I wasn't super happy in the relationship. Right. And I had to kind of come to grips with that. Yeah. And I ended up breaking up with him. Right. But if this had happened, yeah. if he were – If he had he offered had been, you an out. If he had offered me an out, you can bet your bottom dollar you I would have taken it. You bought a first-class ticket and uh, uh, pre-boarded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because as it was – you know, the the better action was to be like, look, this isn't going to work right. and I have to just end it. Right. Because unless you're, you know, like a sociopath, you don't enjoy. No. Her, or psychopath. Psychopath. You don't enjoy hurting people. Right. Even when you're miserable. Uh-huh. Like you don't look forward to like hurt, purposely hurting someone. No. You don't usually go... I'm really looking forward to this because it's going to be so much better for me. And who cares if his heart is shattered? Right. Which is what makes it hard to leave sometimes. Absolutely. So when someone gives you that, like, here's some light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. You should take it. You should take it. Mm -hmm. Because when you don't and then it inevitably blows up. It makes it a million times worse. Yep. A million times worse. So, Yeah. Oh, Layla. So at this point, this for me was when she crossed the path of no return for Oh, me. yeah. Yep. Because everything up to this point, as much as it was frustrating and wrong and this, like, okay, who hasn't made a knee-jerk reaction and gone and done something? Sure. Maybe not as dramatic as getting engaged. Sure. But who hasn't had a knee-jerk reaction to something happening in their lives and yep. they go and do something that they're like, uh, probably shouldn't have done that when you look back at it. Yeah. Or maybe I shouldn't have waited that long or, to take care of this. Right. Yeah. But now we've gotten to the point where it's like, no, no. Like, mm-hmm. you have no excuses at this point. Yeah. None. Yep. 
just none. Mm-hmm. So especially now that you have the knowledge, because when you got engaged to him, you thought there were things happening with the guy you loved and his ex. That right. was cleared up like an episode or two later. But then it was like, well, now I'm in too deep because I already am engaged to this guy. But yeah. now you have that information. Uh-huh. This guy's been dropping hints like crazy mm-hmm. that like he loves you and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You clearly still have feelings for him or it wouldn't be such a struggle. And now the guy you don't actually want to be with is giving it you the so out. easy. Uh-huh. You yep. have no excuses. Yep. None. Yep. None. Even if you're like, no, I'm still too hurt by guy who I actually love and I don't want to be with him. Yeah. That's fine. But still disentangle yourself from the mess you got yourself in yeah. when you were given the opportunity to. And yeah. you didn't. So for me, after this, it's like, nope, there are no excuses. You have yep. you have none of my sympathy or yep. understanding. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways. This is the that. point, Layla, in the rom-com where mm-hmm. the the nice uh the nice guy who isn't the right guy for the heroine mm-hmm. gives gives her up right heroically yes nobly yes and she says okay yes let's break up yep. so i can be with the hero of the story and you're not miserable the rest of your life knowing uh-huh. that i settled for you uh-huh. and that you're only second best for me so yeah anyhow Clearly, we had a lot of feelings about that. Yes. So, so happier things. Let's move on to yet another John M. Yes. Office scene. Yeah. And this is where <laughs> he tells her about a new secret campaign. A new campaign. <laughs> because she has literally done all of her work. All of the and work. He cannot scrounge up enough work for her. Right. Because she still has, what, 11 days left at this uh-huh. point? And he's trying to fill them so she doesn't have an excuse to leave earlier. <laughs> Even though he's leaving in like two days. Anyhow. So, so he tells her about this new secret campaign. Yeah. And she's like, company. what's it about? And he's like, balls. <laughs> she's like, balls? And he's like, a variety of balls. <laughs> what's the name of this company? Sportive Sport- Line. Sportive Line. And she's like, okay, I'll look it up. And he's like, no, they're anonymous. They don't have a website. They don't have social media. They're brand new. They're brand new. You won't be new. able to find them on the internet. <laughs> They don't even have a color scheme because they're so new. Uh-huh. Everything is a secret. And the guy who owns it is one of my friends and I owe him a big favor. So this would be uh-huh. really helping me out. And yep. But don't talk to anybody about it. Just me. Because it's a top secret. Mm-hmm. It's a super, super secret project. And I just wrote, I cannot with him right now. I know. Like, I what know. are I you it. doing? And she's like, okay. Um, so she's like trying to take notes and – you know, so she can kind of have something to start with for uh, inspiration and to come up with whatever she needs to. Mod- mm-hmm. Motos. A motto, a slogan. I was mm. trying to say a motto or a slogan. And I just wound up with both. Um, Yeah. It's just so ridiculous because it's so clear that he's so full of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oy I vey. love it. So, yeah. So, yeah. So she starts working on this new campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and she goes out to, to kind of brainstorm and her and JJ have a funny little interaction they where they're both going, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. like they're just exchanging noises. Yeah. And then JJ's like, I wonder what it is. I just helped her figure out. <laughs> oh, and then what does Yeet call again? No, she says she has to go tell Yiddy something. Yeah. Okay. Again. Yeah. 
some yeah. m it's the middle of the workday and you clearly aren't privy to the fact that you're on a fake mission so as far as you know yeah you're doing real work and you're just like well i'm just gonna pop out and go talk to Yeet about something yeah like write it down and tell him about it later or text him or send him a text yeah yep or send him an email. Mm -hmm. There are so many forms of communication these yeah. days. <laughs> Where you don't have to leave your paying job yeah. for the time being yeah. to go deal with it. Yeah. So they have a whole conversation about books yes. and um, nature. And she says something about books should be able to fly like birds. Mm -hmm. And um, and she loves sharing her love of books. She'll leave them on a bus. And yes. It's actually kind of – it's, you know, it's actually a cool conversation, like, to hear, like – her mind and where it's at and yes how she feels about reading and writing and yeah all that it's pretty cool i hate that she's having the conversation with him but whatever yeah and then well they're eating chocolate cake while this is happening yes so he's clearly and caught on to the fact boy, that she likes food yeah and he uh -huh. crosses a line oh he, big time yeah y'all if you were on the fence about him before which i'm sorry at this point you shouldn't be <laughs> But if you were, this should have been a whoa, bro moment. Keep your hands to yourself, bro. Uh-huh. Because he reaches over because she's got cake on her mouth. And he's all, oh, hang on just a minute. Gets a napkin oh. and wipes it off of – wipes her face. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like such an intimate thing. It's super intimate. And you, and you can tell. Sanem can she's tell. She's shocked. Mm-hmm. It's completely taken her by surprise. Right. And then surprises of surprises, she bolts afterwards. Yeah. Because I would do the same thing. Oh, Be yeah. like, whoa, this guy. So, okay. As we continue mm -hmm. with the Sun M Yeet situation, we're getting some pretty clear signs here. Yeah. I just want to establish this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. For the future. Please do. We're getting some pretty clear signs mm -hmm. here. So at this point in the book, you know, <laughs> the girl might think if she's delusional, <laughs> she might think, you know, I'm not sure if this guy likes me, but everybody reading the book is like, this guy likes you. Girlfriend, <laughs> he wiped your mouth with a napkin. <laughs> he comes up to the office any chance he gets. Any chance he gets. He keeps giving you compliment after compliment about why you're going to be a great editor uh -huh. when realistically you have zero experience with this uh-huh you enjoy writing <laughs> that doesn't mean you can edit uh-huh he gives you the doofiest smiles i've ever seen in my life uh -huh. when he's looking at you uh-huh and Kay? he lingers his eyes linger uh -huh. about three seconds too long yep every time he's yep. finished looking at you yep Pretty clear signs, okay? Yeah. So let's just remember that for the future, okay, everyone? Also, <laughs> he read your private journal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So right. let's just mix all mm -hmm. that in a bowl and yep. see what And happens. we'll put it on a shelf for now. <laughs> That's what we'll do. We'll, we'll let, yeah. We'll let it marinate. <laughs> we'll let, that, we'll let, we'll that let it marinate, marinate for, for a while. while. <laughs> uh, so... There All we right. Go. Then Polen shows up. Polen shows up. Ugh, because I'm so sick of these. They're songs. all oh talking gosh. about food photos in John's office. Yeah. Sonem comes back upstairs, enters the office, and John starts his crazy campaign antics again. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> with her and she's like whoa calm down because they're talking about like a jewelry campaign now or something yeah and he's like well i saw that i saw what you did but they need to be revised because you need to think like how a man would go in and buy this stuff and she's like why uh-huh uh, doesn't he buy them for women so uh-huh. shouldn't this also appeal to women and she's getting all snarky and she should be yes and he's like yeah that's what i'm looking for this rebellious <laughs> attitude right here this is what i need you to basically like filter into yeah. the campaign use this mo- as your motivation yeah. like <laughs> just like what and she's like all right john May, okay i'll go revise that stuff <laughs> <laughs> and she walks away and boy leans back he in his the chair lean to watch. And tilt. <laughs> the lean back in the chair and the tilt of the head. Yeah. Right in front of his looking mother and next right, girlfriend. Yep. Looking right past those witches uh-huh. to see his girl That's walk right. away. Again. I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. <laughs> oh man. So then let's see. <sighs> Um, so Huma comes up with a fabulous idea to have yes. Pullen feed everybody at the at, the, at, the at agency. their house. Yeah, yeah, everyone's invited at, from the agency to the house for her to cook for them. And it's like, why? And even John is like, why? Uh huh. I mean, he's like, of course, you know, I have a hard time saying no to impositions like this, so I'm gonna say yes, right? But even he's like, but what's the what's point? the point? What's the purpose? Yeah, like we already know she knows how to cook. Yeah, it, and. I I'll, I agree. Like, what's the point, Huma? Right. I don't understand. No. John's eaten her food plenty of times. Yeah. It's not like this is going to impress him even more. Nope. She's cooked for him a lot in yeah. the past. So I don't yeah. I don't understand. I didn't understand this. Or if it was to make a fool of Sanem somehow. Maybe. Because Sanem can't cook. Yeah. Maybe that was the whole point. Yeah. I don't know. That's true because she now has this information that Sonem can't scramble an egg. Well, and later on she mentions that to Sonem. Right. That, that her that own mother. said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So Plum's going to cook for everyone and then, yeah. Well, and it was funny because Sonem's like, I'm not going. And then John's like, you'll come too, Sonem, right? And she's like, yes, I'll be there. <laughs> if you want me to, I'll be there. It's like, oh my gosh, you too. And even JJ calls her out and he's like, he does. in the same breath, he's like, you literally just said you weren't going to go. And in the same breath, you then said you were coming. Like, yep. what the heck? I'm like, yes, JJ, you call her out. It's so funny. So we're at their house. Pullen's made like 17 different things because she's like, this is all I could do on short notice. And only 17 dishes. Uh-huh. Sorry, everyone. And then they're about to eat and Huma's like, wait, no, John, take a photo. And he's like, I thought we were here to enjoy her cooking. Yeah. Like, they, people don't want to wait for me to get a bunch of photos. And, and he even points out, like, the lighting's not right. This yeah. is going to be difficult. Probably because there's no and natural gonna light. And it's going to have my name on it. And, and yeah, you're if asking I'm, me to take crappy right. pictures. You're asking me to take terrible pictures with my name attached to them. Yes. But Poland's like, please, John, please. And then he's like, okay, let's get this over with so people can eat. So he brings his camera. He snaps a bunch of photos of the food. And... Oh, look who shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeet. For what reason? What? To, I mean, I guess you can kind of get away with the whole, oh, I'm supporting my sister on her writing endeavor since she's making a cookbook for my company, but whatever. Yeah. He shows up. And then John is just watching him and son him interact because they're kind of chatting and talking. Yeah. And um, they're 
they're talking about Poland's book and Sanem's kind of giving her opinions. Mm-hmm. But she's like, well, and I like it because it's her way to sneak in. Because, you know, Poland cooks all this fancy, bougie food. Right. And she's like, I think she needs to stick to more traditional things. Like, that's what's going to basically um, attract the market. Right. most people don't cook these insanely intricate things. Like, right. So if she were to focus more on traditional Turkish cuisine, I think that'd be great. And she tells him that, like, she doesn't like me very much, though. So if you're – because he agrees with the suggestion. He's like, but maybe you should go tell her because if I suggest it, she's not going to agree. Right. So he's like, that's a great idea. And he's like, I'll go talk to her. So he gets up to leave and John swoops in. And he's like, he talks too much <laughs> to send him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> and then he's like, how was the food? And she's all disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Oh, these petty too. I love them. So I mean, my stomach is bothering me. Uh-huh. That's probably why I just couldn't eat it because my stomach's upset. Then uh. Emre notices that Layla's outside. Yeah, so he walks out, puts a blanket puts on a, her shoulder. Oh my gosh, you guys should have. You guys should see Ashley's face right now. <laughs> I was about to say that in like a nice sweet way and actually like had this like horrible look of disgust of disgust as soon as I looked over. Oh man. Oh my gosh. Maybe we should you know what? I should set up my phone on the desk and we should video every time we record just for good content like this. We could share bonus videos with people. My so look can, of disgust. So you can see our expressions. Whenever lame is brought up. So, yeah, listen. I don't like Emre, okay? He's selfish, So, and I don't like Layla. But for some reason, there are just certain times when there's these interactions with them that I'm like, oh, even though I shouldn't be. And this was one of them because he, like, walks out to put the blanket on her, and it's a very sweet gesture. And she's like – and he's like – were you bored? And she's like, no, I just needed some fresh air. And he's like, well, it's freezing out here. So clearly you only came out here because you're bored and you're just trying to be polite. Right. And, um, but he tries to kind of have a more serious conversation with her, but she's mm-hmm. not having any of it, which, you know, I get. Like, right. And really she shouldn't because, uh, you know, newsflash, you're engaged to someone. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyhow, so she's not really like giving in to any of his trying to be sweet and sensitive all this mm-hmm. stuff she's kind of like okay i'm gonna go and she like kind of storms into the house yeah tell sanem she's ready to leave sanem's like you know what i am too i'll come with you i can't be here anymore yeah and i love it because john's like noticing they're getting ready to leave and you can tell he's kind of like wait what mm. but yeet swoops in and he's like uh-huh well i'm leaving too and i'll drive you guys and don't say no it's not an inconvenience before uh-huh. you think that it is meanwhile Pauline is monopolizing john yes like Honey, what do you think about the these Ugh. pictures and blah, blah, blah? And John's so, watching out of the corner of his eye. Really. Yeah. He and Sanem are giving each other sad, longing looks. Yep. But Sanem looks right at Yeet and is like, okay, thank you. Yes, I'd appreciate that. And yeah. And accepts the ride from him. Yeah. Did we also talk about the fact that John was taking pictures of Sanem? Oh, we skipped over that. Yes, As when he's, he's taking pictures of the food. Uh-huh. And surprise, surprise, he can't keep his lens away from mm-hmm. her and she sees yep. 
that and, he's taking pictures uh-huh. of her and she gets this kind of smile and she doesn't hate it uh-huh. no she doesn't no and then human pull in are like take, take a picture of us and then sun and photo bombs them <laughs> <laughs> so good so, so that was, good yeah really good yeah i did i wrote that down i don't know why i didn't mention it yet but yes I totally was like, oh my gosh, this is like episode three flashbacks uh-huh. when he just cannot help himself. He can't. He never oh, can with John. that camera. Nope. His eye just goes to Sanem. So, yeah. So then he drops them off at home and I said, it's a sleepless night for Layla and Emre. We have sad Sanem, <laughs> pensive John, all while a, this song is playing in the background by a group called Fikri Karayel and it's called Hayal Edemiz Scene. Oh, Anyways, you're better than me. I'll put I, that. I skipped it. Did the, you? The second they showed sad Layla, I was like, who cares? <laughs> and I fast forwarded through it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. So, Emre, he's like, he reminds me of that. Do you remember that episode of Friends where Joey moves out? Because now he's like a big Days of Our Lives star and he gets okay. his own apartment with just all kinds of gaudy stuff. Yes. Because he can because he can afford it now. Yes. But both he and Chandler are sad because – oh, my gosh, you guys. My dog <gasps> – Oh, did you hear that? Uh-huh. My dog oh. is trying to go sit with Ashley, and Ashley's dog is having none of it. So he's Hi. just on the end table next to her chair. And she growled at him. She just growled at him. Wow. Anyhow, so if you hear any noises in the background, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, Joey – and Chandler are both sad because yes. they're not roommates anymore. Yes. And it's all They're sad. both sitting alone. Yes. And, Ch- and it's raining outside. It's all sad. <laughs> and Chandler's like sitting in the windowsill looking out the rainy window all sad. Yes. Well, then Joey is doing the same thing, but he has one of those fake <laughs> rain windows. <laughs> fake rain windows that only rich people would own yes. it's like a waterfall thing and he's like staring out at it that's what emory reminded me of it was so ridiculous but i immediately was like he reminds me of joey when he's like sitting all sad in front of his fake rain window oh my gosh that's so funny and then john can't sleep sanem's upset right but yeah yeah so the song ends. We're down to the next morning. Now, I'm sorry. Now we're down to 11 days. Son M has oh, okay. at the agency the next day. Now okay. we're down to 11 days. Yeet shows up at the agency again, again because he oh. has good news for Son M about some author, author they were discussing. Yeah, that they're going to meet or and something. And now they're going to like meet him. And, and John s- is over it. Right. And John's like, yeah. So I said, John gets all salty. And, um, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, John calls another meeting right in the middle of the workspace yeah and he's like okay guys we need to have another meeting about phase two of red mode's campaign yeah and duran's like john we have two more months before we even have to think about that like we're still rolling everything out from phase one Uh uh-huh and he's like well you can't start too soon and we just need to be on top of this Uh uh-huh and he uses it as an excuse to draw all over sonem's countdown chart he's like what were what were our keywords and phrases from before and they you know list them off and he's like okay well let's think of some other things that we can um use for our next phase how about loyalty commitment Uh and honesty and i'm like oh my gosh clearly he's talking about sana Uh he's writing this all over her more double talk Uh uh-huh and i wrote side note why did they put duran in those pants her top is so cute the top half of her, her hair is darker and shorter. I love it. She looks very sleek. Uh-huh. She's got this very 
smart black top on and then those horrible like crushed velvet pants with like these weird things dangling from yeah. them. Yep. So anyways, poor Jaren. And then, gosh, in the middle of this meeting, who shows up? Mm. The other idiot twin, Polen. <laughs> and so, gosh, okay, Jack, settle down. <laughs> My dog just like leapt <laughs> over and the armrest. And it. didn't quite make it. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. So yeah, so Polen shows mm-hmm. up. Of course. And so Sunhem's trying to hold in sneezes. And she's I like, it. I'm not going to sneeze. Because Duran's like, Sunhem, don't do that. Your brain will explode. <laughs> and she's like, I feel like I'm going to explode. Because she starts hiccuping instead. Yep, she starts hiccuping <laughs> instead. And she just gets all crazy and stabby. She like walks over to the um, yes. the paper chart and is like, what? I can't even tell what she picks up. Are they pencils? I Are think they they're pencils? And she just starts like stabbing them yes, in all the words that through John the paper. wrote through the paper, like a psycho. <laughs> it's like she's having a breakdown or something. Yes. And she's then sneezing and hiccuping and oh all this gosh. stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know what the point of it was other than just to be absurd and funny. Yeah. Oh man. So, so Sanem goes. Down to, to meet eat. Yuck again. <laughs> I love all your nicknames for him. <laughs> so JJ is over it and he calls Ihan. Yes. Because he's like, look, these, we have to get them. Yeah. We have to get these idiots back together. Yep. And I I need your help. And he's talking so loud that everybody overhears. Uh-huh. And everybody else is like, hey, we'll help We're too. We're on board. Yep. Yeah. We Layla want the same thing. and Emre and Ghoulies and Duran, they're all they're all like, yep, yes, I'll help. Right. Emery even says he hel- he'll help because then that's when JJ's like, okay, Emery Bay, I know you're my boss and you can fire me. But when it comes to this, I'm in charge and you have to listen to me. <laughs> and Emery's like, okay, I got it, JJ. <laughs> so they start brainstorming mm-hmm. and Ihan's like, hey, my brother's a butcher. We have access to these like giant lock-in, locking walk-in freezers. Yep. We should trap them in there. <laughs> Is it JJ or Duran? One of them's like, Duren. so they can freeze to death together? Yeah. When they find their love, they can die together. <laughs> yeah. She says something like uh-huh. that. And Ihan's like, well, no, but we would only keep them in there for a certain amount of time, but it would be cold. They would have to snuggle up to be warm and then hopefully like get over their crap basically. Yeah. And realize what's important. Yep. So they bas- they kind of agree to this. Yep. And, and they get it all set up. Yep. So they get it all set up that they're going to say there's a meeting. JJ's going to bring Sanem to a meeting. Duren's going to tell John it's a very important meeting. Yeah. And get them there and lock them in. Yes. So they do. Yeah. Well, and I I loved Duren's fake acting with this whole thing. So good. It was really funny because she's telling Sanem and Sanem's like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they want us to – Meet them in a freezer. Yeah. That's really stupid. And, and JJ's like, JJ's like, you need to listen to Duran. He's like, we, she's the boss. We have to listen to her. Uh-huh. Let's just go. And, and she's like, she's like, ah, don't piss me off. Like, but she no. doesn't sound mad at all. Uh-huh. She's all, I have a hot temper. <laughs> says it perfectly reasonably. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So she's like, all right. And they go. Yeah. And then Duran does the same thing to John. She's like, they it's with a, a dairy and they want to meet uh-huh. us. Like, And then even John's like, but there's nobody here. And she's like, well, this is what they've turned into their headquarters. That way they're right by their employees. They can keep an eye on things. So we have to meet them by the fifth freezer. Yeah. And at that point, 
Son M's already in the freezer. Yes. And they've taken her phone. Yes. Because JJ's like, oh, no, I don't have a signal to call the boss. Mm-hmm. Let me go outside really quick. But you stay in here. Right. You <laughs> might be here. And Duran essentially <laughs> does the same thing to John. And she's like, oh, shoot. I left my phone. I need to make a call. Just step out really quick to call them and let them know we're here. Yeah. She sneaks out. They and lock. they lock them They in. lock them in. Yep. They figure out fairly quickly what's going on. Yes. But anyhow. So all that's happening. And then, you know, in a the smartest of all smart moves, Emery kidnaps Layla. Uh-huh. <laughs> he tells her that she has to go to the bank with him, but then drives right by the bank. And she's like, Emery, you drove right by the bank. And uh-huh. he's like, well, we're going to talk, Layla. Oh, my god! And she immediately figures out what he's up to. And she's like, she starts yelling. She's like, pull the car over. I'm getting out. I'm engaged. This is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So he pulls over. But he's like, listen, I want to talk to you. She's not about it. So while they're yeah. kind of arguing, we switch back over to the freezer. And John yeah. and Sonam have now run into each other. They figured out what the heck's going on. Yeah. They were parent trapped. Yes. And, and Sonam is tr- trying her best to get JJ to let them out. Yes. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, if I say it nicely, then he'll feel bad for me. Uh-huh. But if I threaten to kill him... Then he won't let me out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then John says something that that convinces her otherwise. And then she changes she just, her mind. And yeah. She's like, JJ, open that door. I'll kill you. I'll chop your head off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So she's freezing. Yeah. John puts his jacket on her. Yes. And um, to warm her up. And mm-hmm. then they start talking like, you know, this was done on purpose. And he's like, well, yeah, clearly they they planned this. Yeah. And she she's like, well, clearly they saw how devastated you are over over me and everything that happened. So and he's like, oh, well, clearly they saw you grieving for me leaving. And, uh-huh. you know, they just kind of bicker back and forth. About yes. It. And then she's still shivering. Yeah. And he's like, okay, come here. Like, I'll wrap my arms around you. Not because I want to, mm-hmm. but because you're freezing and I don't want you to, to have a chill. So he, she comes closer and he's all snuggled around her. Uh-huh. And uh, he's talking about the jacket and like, that jacket's good. I bring it with me everywhere and it'll keep you warm. And she's like, oh, are you bringing it with you to the Balkans? Yeah. Yeah. It has to get that little snarky line in there. And then she's like, well, how are you warm? And he's like, I'm some kind of werewolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she's like, she's like, like, the like movies. those movies. <laughs> but and I want to be like, what movies are they talking about? Are they talking about Twilight? Are they talking about maybe? Oh, maybe they are. I thought maybe they were talking. I've only to seen Twilight. that one though. I don't actually know those. Yeah. those stories. But I'm. I mean, I'm sure that, there's other. Werewolf I'm assuming movies. that Jacob is really warm because he's a werewolf. Yes, and he's like his body heats all. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I wonder if they're referring to Twilight. I'll bet they are. So. Anyhow, yeah. So well, all- she keeps talking about the movie, like oh, like in the movies, because uh-huh. he's like, put your hands in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, oh, like in the movies. And he's like, no, like to keep you warm. <laughs> and I mean, really, Sanem, let's let's lay aside the pretense. Yeah. If I were in a situation uh-huh. where I was stuck in a lock-in with that man, uh-huh. and he's like, come and hug me to keep warm <laughs> and put your hands in my sleeves, uh-huh. I would be like, okay. I'd be on him like white on rice. 
<laughs> I would not argue. I would not say, oh, like in the movies. Uh-huh. I would be like, if you insist. Well, I mean survival. So. I don't want to die. <laughs> I want to keep all my fingers, so I better tuck these right yep, up. <laughs> that's right. In your overly long sleeves that hang over your That's right. Thumbs. <laughs> so then we switch back over to Layla and Emre, mm. and she's kind of stormed out of the car at this point. She's yeah. walked into that little park area or whatever they are. And he grabs her face and begs for a second chance. And he's like, listen, I, you know, I want a chance with us. It's not just like, what's this us? There is no us. You chose Eileen. He's like, no, I didn't. He's like, I didn't choose Eileen. She was blackmailing me. She was this. And he's like, I chose you. And I wrote, but you didn't. Nope. You chose Eileen because she was blackmailing you. Yep. Not choosing Eileen would mean oh, well, I guess you're going to give out all my information and I'll deal with the consequences. And I'll have to because, pay for the things that I've done. Right, because I love Layla, so I don't really care. Yep. Because he's like, I was just afraid of losing you, but I chose you. No, you didn't. Those you two chose yourself. Are, yeah, those two statements are contradictory. You chose yourself, That's Emory right, Bay, you selfish hag. <laughs> it just bugs me because I'm like, I understand what you're trying to do, but you didn't choose her. Yeah. You didn't. Because you if didn't. you had, then she would have never thought you were with Eileen to begin with because you would have already confessed everything to her you mm-hmm. and accepted the consequences. Yep. Yeah. I put Emery spilling his guts and I am unmoved. And so, I mean, Layla well, and here's the thing. Then I also wrote, here's another opportunity, you mm-hmm. dummy, mm-hmm. because he's spilling his guts to her, right. telling her that she's the one that he wants. Yep. And she's like, no, I'm engaged. I'm happy. Let me keep spewing lies because that's apparently what the two of us do. Well, and I mean, he does call her out. He's like, because she tells him, you shattered my heart. And he's like, please let me try and make you the happiest woman in the world. Like, I want to make this up to you. I want to fix things. And she's like, I already am happy. After she had her Osman flashback of him giving her an out. And he calls her on her BS. And he's like, you're not happy. I know you're not happy. Mm -hmm. You're sad. We're both walking around miserable. And he, he puts his hands on her face. And he's like, I love you. I love you so much. And... And then we switch over to John M. All snuggly in the freezer. Yes. More arguing about the Balkans and Yeet. And then so she pulls away. Yes. And reiterates why their relationship is where she is. Yes, she did what she did with the perfume, but she did it for a reason to save him. She explained all this to him. She apologized. He didn't accept it. Now we are where we are. Yeah. So basically she says, so that's why nothing has changed. Yeah. And they're just over it. They're ready to be out of there. Yeah. This being locked in together did not accomplish what the three musketeers were hoping it would accomplish. Right. And they're pounding on the door, all this stuff. Well, meanwhile, the other three on the other side of the door are like, crap, did we time this correctly? <laughs> yeah, Should we let them out? out? Like, did we freeze them to death already? <laughs> yeah. So JJ's like, well, here's their phones. Let's set them right outside. I'll uh-huh. unlock it and then we'll run away really fast. Yes. So that's what they do. Yeah. So John and Sonam are now free of the freezer. But they're still fighting. Yes. But they're still fighting. It didn't work. It didn't work because she's like, that's it. I'm not even finishing my 11 days. I did more than 11 days worth of work with all the overtime you forced on me. So I'm done. I'm leaving and I'm starting at the publishing house. And John's like, all right, cool. Because I'm leaving for the Balkans sooner than two. See ya. Yeah. And And meanwhile, the three stooges are standing back there going, oh, well, crap. This didn't work at all. This literally backfired. Because they're just mad because they're – 
they're each like, well, I'm going. No, I'm going mm-hmm. first. No, I'm going. Yeah. I'm not going to stay any longer. I'm not going to waste any more time. So it's yeah that's basically how it that's ends it. yeah they just end both like it's like a stare off and then the, they're like godspeed to you then yeah. <laughs> and then the episode just ends yeah so <laughs> yeah so so again a lots bad of ending. hilarious moments but really we just left exactly where we started yeah yeah like nothing with changed. john leaving to the balkans and with sun M planning to leave the agency and that's exactly where we end up yep so, so, do you have a question for them this week? Yeah. Okay. So, something that John brings up a couple times in this episode. I know we just talked about Yeet last week, but um, and what your guys' first impression mm-hmm. was of him. But what I'm curious is if you think that Sanem trusted him too early. Like, is she mm-hmm. being naive to trust him immediately Ooh, as she question. is? Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what John keeps bringing up. He's like, you've known this guy for two days and you're accepting a job with him and you're doing all this stuff. But she's like, well, he's Polen's brother. And and you trust Polen. uh Mm Uh-huh. And sure, we're, he's a new friend to me, but that's just it. He's a new friend. Like, why shouldn't I trust him? Yeah. We're getting to know each other. So do you think that she's trusting him too early or is she acting like any normal person would right. where oh yeah he's just a new friend so i'm willing to get to know him and give him the benefit of yeah. the doubt for now um yeah i i'm curious as to whether you think sanem is being illogical or naive mm. with how quickly and early she is trusting eat yeah because she trusts him pretty implicitly yeah she does from the beginning mm-hmm. um yeah so i'm i'm curious that's because we realistically we don't know a lot about him no. and like i said he seems like a quote nice guy mm-hmm. so yeah for all intents and purposes yeah but is he a nice guy or is he a quote nice uh-huh. guy those are two different things exactly so that's so, my question good one all right, you guys. Well, yeah. um, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Thanks so, for your patience. Yes. In we appreciate it so giving much. Giving us a week off. It really honestly helped. Yeah. It helped a lot. It took a lot of stress off. Yeah. And I honestly think that the episode's better for it because I think we both would have had to rush through trying to watch it and yeah. talk about it. So mm-hmm. really, you guys are getting a better episode because we pushed it off Definitely. for a week. So, yeah. Um, Our anyhow. wouldn't have been in it. Yeah. So barring any other emergencies or things coming up, we will see you guys next week yep. uh, with Volume 33. And yep. of course, you know where to find us on social media at Dizzy4DZ on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot us an email, Dizzy4DZpodcast at gmail.com. We yep. love hearing from you guys and um yeah that's pretty much it so until then what are you guys then